0: Let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard. Don't forget, CJ Morgan's his name, and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old
1: radio. Our
2: podcast.
1: Yesterday, I was talking about cementing our legacy, Spencer, and I did it. On the way home. Did you now? I got out of my car and in the fresh concrete of our driveway, okay. right outside the back dock, I carved Spencer Rules oh, thanks. with an R-U-L-Z to make it a little more hip, but nice. I wrote uh, pretty big Spencer Rules. Did
0: you uh, turn one of the E's in my... Name it like a backwards, so it looks like I got my cool kid. I
1: did, and I made it a down. Uh, yeah, but anyhow, oh, the okay. boss wants to talk with you for an unrelated reason, I assume. Okay, sure. No, of course, I didn't do that, even though when I drove home, I was like, man, that's <sighs> wet concrete. Yeah, but then I realize I'm not a little kid anymore, and this is no, a grown-up show, and
0: that means I'd really have to redo basically the whole thing, which means you wouldn't be able to park out there on the street for like an extra week. It would and ruin that'd be everything. All your
1: fault again. I'm not a little kid. It's a grown-up show, and we do grown-up things. That's right. Like a live broadcast uh, this Friday at Kung Fu Saloon Rock Rose in the Domain, four to seven, raising money for charity, giving away stuff. Uh, if you donate, I'll buy you a uh, cold beverage, perhaps. And we're going to have the whole gang there, Matt, Emily, you, Spencer, myself, CJ. Uh, we're going to also play some of our games live. I'm going to get punished by Matt live on the radio mm. in front of your faces. So we hope to see you. And on top of that, uh, we'll have a big grand prize of two pairs of Metallica tickets to the two shows going on in Dallas. And then also going to have those later on today. So, yeah, yeah. grown-up grown up show. Total, total right. adult things yeah, happening yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, we're not going to do anything childish. We're no, not going to make any we're not
0: going to make any poo poo jokes or any, any Talk pee Talk about nudity? Definitely no.
1: No, 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 that's certainly not any pee pee jokes. Of course not, yeah. because uh, letters uh, they're not as fun when you're when you're grown up. So hang around, no. lots to come on the CJ Morgan show. A date that will live in infamy. That's right, Spencer, why is today a day that will live in infamy? Uh, it's not your birthday, so nope. it might have to do with the World War. Uh, more specifically, a garbage Ben Affleck movie about Pearl Harbor. Um, today, we remember that Michael Bay and filmmaking can absolutely be a travesty and have a complete devastating cultural impact on the minds of the poor souls that have ever seen that garbage. I've never seen it. Uh, how are you affected? Did you see it? It's bad, really bad. Pretty bad. Really bad. And Who else was in we there? We were at the beach, and I was like having a good time on Hallucinogenics. My fiance put it on, <laughs> and I'd already seen part of it, knowing it's a bad movie. Yeah. But then watching it while in the... Ugh, so hard. No, no, today, actually, <laughs> something else <laughs> happened.
2: Yesterday, December 7th,
1: And that is the famous speech from uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, our president, addressing the surprise attack by the Japanese on Pearl Harbor. Not completely devastating because... Uh, As we discovered later on throughout the war, uh, battleships were an old, modest operandi and no longer the important instrument in warfare. It was the aircraft carriers. And uh, fortunately, our aircraft carriers were out at sea and none of them were sunk or destroyed. Mm -hmm. So we were able to uh, wage war in the Pacific against Japan. Yeah, they were operating on bad intel, man. Not, not completely ne- exactly. Tell but, me, uh, it, inform me, dude. I could go on forever about this because I've I've at length studied the Japanese leading up to this, and yeah. they almost felt they had to do this, and in a way they they did because over the years Japan had modeled themselves and their empire and their navy on a lot of the British. They had had wars with China. They had taken over Manchuria, which they were dependent on because it's not a resource-heavy island. Um, They had created their own miniature empire and substructures of long, strewn-out bases in in the Pacific. And even before that, in wars with China, in wars with Russia— Every time they had um, won and dominantly received territory, they were unfairly adjudicated by the powers that be—Great Britain, France, uh, kind of, sort of, the United States—and at this point, there was an embargo on Japan, and it got to the point to where the, to maintain the empire, to maintain what they had, they they had to uh, they had to attack, they had to to go to war, and they started obviously with Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And then there, there's, of course, the famous quote by Yamamoto, the admiral, um, who said, uh, I fear all we have done is awaken a sleeping giant and fill him with terrible resolve. He never actually said that. That was from the movie at the very end of Torah Tora, Tora, Tora yeah. uh, 70s, rah, rah. Remember, they made a bunch of World War II movies around the time of the Vietnam conflict to try to get us all Stoked about going to war again. Yeah, war is fun. No one gets hurt. It's always a fun time at all. But uh, it's very fascinating if you uh, because obviously the uh, Japan surprise attack. It's it's seen as uh, uh, bad. It's seen as sneaky, dishonorable. But it is fascinating reading up um, the nineteenth or in the nineteen hundreds the history of Japan leading up to this, Mm -hmm. and then also just how there was so much chaos within the structure of their organization. The Navy and the Army were different. The government was different. It was just, it's so freaking fascinating. But uh, this moment led to the United States' entry into World War II. Oh, yeah. Uh, soon after uh, Nazi Germany uh, declared war on the United States. And and it really resulted in us becoming, um, along a bit with the Russia, the Soviet Union, but mainly the United States becoming the predominant uh, force in the world, the Tier 1 nation, because... Great Britain, France, others had had lost two generations of young men fighting in these two wars, and we were already the economic power, but now we were the world power. Right, and it is such we a had fascinating moment. Prowess, yeah, and, and I really recommend. Uh, there's a book called Hirohito's War. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. If, if I think reading and studying the Japanese uh, position on this is is so so damn fascinating, and uh-huh. you should just do that. Does uh, Ben Affleck's character die in the movie? I don't remember. I, oh, I wow. think I turned it off because it was that bad. Wow. This that came bad. out at,
0: at a time where people were trying to recreate the Titanic magic. So they were like, let's do a romance. Didn't, didn't happen. Set during an Question. actual what, what historical year did that disaster. Movie come out?
1: I'm going to guess it was sometime around when we were involved with Iraq or uh, Afghanistan uh, 2001. Right. Yeah, of yeah, course. Of exactly. course.
3: You can be ranked on how much money you have and be publicly cheered for or shamed for it. I don't know. And now it's time for Emily's
1: Social Cues. Social Cues, where we talk about the internet on the radio. And yeah, that's just life. You're already publicly ranked. But this is something specific and creepy. It's an ATM that puts up a scoreboard. And the whole thing when you go to an ATM is you try to hide it, you try to take your receipt, you try to close everything so people don't see because mm-hmm. um, that's how you get ganked.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a uh, an art show called Art Basil.
1: Art Basile. Basil in Basil, Miami, right? Correct, in, 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 in Miami. Miami.
3: And uh, this Brooklyn Art Collective created this ATM that basically has – it works like a normal ATM except for it takes your checking account or your uh, savings account, whichever one you select – and it displays that number with a photo of you at the ATM on a leaderboard on this giant screen. So anybody around you can see how much money You've you have. Or how much money you have in your account <laughs> with your face. And then there was a leaderboard so you could see a uh, score of how everybody ranked in terms of how much money they had. So I th- it was supposed to be like, you know, a, a comment on how society is. It's with, a very
1: Miami thing, though, because yeah. I bet it became a contest quick. Yeah, um, yeah.
3: but I saw this on TikTok, and, and let me have this this girl on TikTok explain it to you real fast. I went to see this ATM at Art Basel that publicly displays the account balance of anyone who uses it and ranks them in order like the high scores in an arcade game. It's commentary on the ridiculous displays of wealth at Miami Art Week and the conscious effort of most people there to, like, flex, floss, stunt, social climb, and generally be seen. The amount of rented Lamborghinis in the vicinity was truly astounding, but I digress. Anyway, despite there constantly being this massive crowd around the machine taking pictures, almost everyone there was saying they were too nervous about being judged for their bank balance to actually use it. So, yeah, so a majority of people weren't wanting to use it. This TikToker actually goes up and she uh, uses it and she were actually... The
1: Lamborghinis rented? Rented? Yeah. Did they really rent Lamborghini Oh, they probably did to get to go to this. To oh, come to, on, to man. Go to you gotta this. pretend.
3: Okay. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Um. But yeah. She, she just sounds like a fake. Does she? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jeez. I
0: She's mean, so I, I, real... I
3: wish I could play the whole video for you, CJ, because the rest of the video is her talking about how everybody was too scared to go up there, but she was like, I'm going to go up there and, you know, be proud of however much I have in my account because basically w- she was girl bossing
1: it. And they're what we call uh, $1,000 millionaires where you really spend a lot to flex. Right. Sure.
3: Yeah. Um, but she, she did it because she just was like, I want to do this. This seems like an interesting piece, whatever. Yeah. And just to talk about it. How'd she um, do? Uh, I think she was ranked like 29. Of course. And she's a TikToker. she tick-tocker. said it was weird because people cheered. Like people around were watching and uh, she's a host and a writer in New York City too. Mm-hmm. So she does other stuff, not just TikTok. Um yeah, But she has parents with money. I don't know about that one either. I'm I mean, not sure possible. about that one either. She, I think she uh-huh. might just have done her thing. But um, they, yeah, people would stand around, look and see how you would rank, and then just go woo and cheer for okay. some reason, which is crazy. Uh-huh. And of course, the number one uh, of that night ended up being, you know, Diplo. Yeah, Diplo, yeah. he's like the producer, DJ and producer. Yeah, yeah. He showed up and he Major put laser. in his account and his balance and he was like obviously clearly number one yeah. ranked on there. Um, He even posted about it too. But the art piece, which is very ironic, right? Quote, quote art yes. piece. Yes, the quote art piece.
1: I mean, I do like it as a statement on the ridiculousness of this event and Miami. Where, where she just lost it. I don't know why it annoyed me, but when she... Deflected from the point and went like rented Lamborghinis. I was like, yeah, now you're just mad at these people for whatever. Anyhow, yeah, I digest.
3: You digest.
1: Hey, man, we're uh, all dismissive of something, you know?
0: I'm dismissive of
3: CJ dismissing TikTokers. <laughs> uh, <That's> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but the piece, which this is ironic. Ended up being sold for $75,000. Yeah, because he had everyone's bank account
1: information, (laughs) including diplos. Yeah,
3: so it ended up being sold, which is cool. Um, I, and I, I kind of
1: I like it. I think it's I fun. Know, now yeah. that I realize what it was for, it's a little more fun. And mm-hmm. it reminds me of, was it Banksy that did the thing where once his piece sold, yes, it dropped it, into a shredder?
3: Yeah, it shredded. Yes. that nice. I I absolutely Our love people that are piece weird, piece, too. Yeah, Our people big, are weird, man. Yeah, the
0: big rich art game. Ugh, it's just so pretentious. I know, because I got a bunch of my
1: crap-ass art sitting in my office. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. my coworkers didn't want to buy it. <laughs> I mean, they did take it for free. Hey, man, we don't all have a fireplace so we can throw it into, you know what I mean? <laughs> I will. It is fun burning. It. Like I, I burn you a lot of my. Of you can smell oh, it. Mm. Oh, I burn a lot of it. You what? don't want to smell it because yeah, I do. use a lot of different paint, but you the colors burn are it? cool. Just go
3: put it somewhere.
1: No, I buy. have it everywhere. And just, then our, I don't know. Our, our, my mother-in-law gave us a bunch of her fancy-ass art yeah. that actually has like insurance <laughs> on it. And I'm like, well, this sucks, but I guess I got to hang it up.
3: Oh gosh. I wow. literally
1: just painted to cover a hole in a wall once, <laughs> yeah. and then kept doing it. And now I have, I'm, so now I need to make ATMs? Yes.
2: This yeah. is stressful. What to get your kid for Christmas?
1: <laughs> it's Parent Pickup with Matt Bearden, where if you're in the line picking up your kid or you just need to know what to get, like me, uh, either your puppies, because I'm a puppy parent for Christmas, or your nephew, uh, I'm going to cut the segment short and answer Lego. Well, Specifically from my eBay store.
2: That's true, and, and that touches on what we talked about yesterday and what makes a really good gift for a kid. Do you guys remember? Something that you, you can something use. Something that you,
1: you the adult can play with. That's right. I something listen. you can
2: steal from your kids and use later. Sure. Right? And so I've kind of put together a list of toys uh, that look pretty awesome that I, as an adult, might be willing to use. Yesterday, we talked about this new fitness tracker that kind of gamifies all of your fitness. Today- This thing is way cheap. This goes... I think this toy was invented, I bet, in like the 50s, back when, you know... People in the 50s, those kids had what? Like a hoop and a stick that yeah. they pushed the hoop around with the we stick a, or
0: whatever? Someone had a big wrench, the fire hydrant, could play They're, in that. were their Ooh. toys
2: just made out of broken glass or yeah. something? I don't know what happened in the 1950s. Cigarette butts. Yeah, yeah they maybe. were all <laughs> Leftover World War II scrap <laughs> that had to be assembled and sold. It's copper wire. <laughs> it, no, lead. No, it was all lead. My first uranium uh, pocket. Yeah. Uh, I, well, anyway, uh, this has become really, really big. It's become very... Instagram, and TikTok friendly, which is a very important element. Okay. It was featured on Stranger Things, so that's why the kids are super into it. Yeah, because if it's not popular with other kids, they're not going to care. That's exactly yeah. it. And they even has its own Stranger Things version of this toy. Plus, it's way smaller and way less hot and obnoxious than it was when we were younger. It is the toy. Are you ready? The Light Bright is making a comeback. Uh, Cool. I like the Light Bright. It was a box. You put a light bulb in it, black paper. Poked a bunch of holes, lo- light would shine through it, right? Yeah.
1: And, and that's something I always wanted. I did have one as a kid, but anything cool I got was garage sale, like later on. So it was right. missing pieces. Right. My my favorite was Battleship, the electronic sure, Battleship. Sure, but sure, again, sure. I had garage sale Battleship, which was already used <laughs> and busted and missing
2: so you're things.
0: Missing a frigate. Oh. But
2: that sounds pretty cool. So they're bringing back LightBrite. So the LightBrite is back. I, I looked it up. The panel now, I think it uses like a cool LED, LED, and it's like flat. It's so almost like an iPad a kind of tan. thing. No, exactly. <laughs> and it's it's not getting all hot, and the light bulb isn't burning out, uh, it still has the pegboard, but it also has all of these backdrops, and so it has stuff like, now, it, it still uses light bright, it's still basically 8-bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But there's still like the, what is it, the Gorgonzola monster? Yeah. The Giga The, the, the mind Goblin. Yeah. Um, the Mind <laughs> Goblin. <The mind> <laughs> Would you mind Goblin the- Hey, uh, it's parent pickup, yeah, the, kids okay. in the car. Yes. Anyway, this thing's like twenty bucks, so it's super cheap, if, and it's a great gift if you are an aunt or an uncle, and you've got that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh great, my sister had a kid. I can barely rub two nickels together, but Thank now you. I got to come up with a bunch of money to take care of my sister's kid. This is yeah. crap. <laughs> ah, and 20 my bucks. sister's husband's other kid. <sighs> so twenty bucks in this town used to. I mean. It's really only one cocktail you're going you're going without yeah, now in the you city. Yeah, I got a tip, you know. And it's become kind of cool and I think it's uh, why I like it is I think it's probably when the kids are asleep, it's later at night. It might be the kind of thing that's kind of fun when you've glug glugged. Yes. To be able to play with on your own <laughs> and build, well, let's say dirty pictures yes he's already stalking you Stock back at the cj morgan facebook instagram twitter 101x where
1: to get your tamales just in time for christmas i'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here cj you have gained i mean 50 pounds of fat the man is carrying around trash bags filled with mexican foods cj is fat I love this tradition of tamales on Christmas, or, you know, for my family, it's always been the day after Christmas. Uh, Either Christmas Eve or the day after Christmas is when you heat up and have the tamales, and I've been lucky, we all have, that at work, we had Carlos's wife, who would make tamales and bring them up here, but now... Carlos doesn't work here anymore. Damn it. He moved on to a better place, and we don't get those tamales. So where to go in Austin to get them from some restaurants? I got some recommendations thanks to Eater Austin. Norte ATX, a food truck parked at Circle C Brewing, is offering their tamales right now. That's off Breaker Lane, uh, very nearby here. We've got uh, Nisa Vegmex doing $14 for a half dozen, $28 for a full dozen. Uh, They also accept payments via Venmo pickups on Tuesday, and you can order online. Uh, The easiest way to find all this is just by going to eateraustin.com. One of my favorite barbecue places also right down the road, Styles Switch Barbecue, doing some of their takes on tamales. We've got Rosie's Tamale House uh, all the way down, I think it's in... Bee cave, Yes, it is. It is in B Cave. Uh, tamales there. Tamale Addiction. Yes. Uh, they're regularly at farmer's markets and also have them via frozen or in full-on, ranging from meat to sweet vegetarian to vegan. We also have uh, Lick It Up, which is a El Paso-based vegan Mexican truck offering their three types of tamales, uh. red chili, cheese. green. I love cheese and bean tamales. Uh, tamale House <laughs> That's East. That's fine. I'm just being a jerk. Off East 6th Street also <laughs> with delicious tamales. Mr. Natural, another vegan tamale spot. Taco Joints, two of those locations offering their tamales. Uh, I think East Riverside's kind of their main one. You can uh, pick up or place orders over the phone. But none of these places that I've looked at it's also weird. Uh, we also have Guero's Taco Bar, Fresca yeah. South First, Matzel Rancho has tamales, mm. Cura's Grill. Mm. So many big Austin places have tamales, but they're all corn husk. Yeah. My favorite tamales are the banana leaf tamales. Yeah. I think they taste better. I think they're moister. Um, I don't know if it's a Guatemalan thing, because my friend who yeah, is from like full blown El blown. Salvador, then via Guatemala, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, she used to make uh, and had a truck for a while where they did the banana leaf tamales, and yeah. it just... It just hits different. It tastes different. You think it preserves the uh, moisture a little bit better? I don't know. It's just I liked them better than the corn husk ones. Yeah. Uh, I also,
0: because I used to hate tamales, but my mom would make them. My uh, my lovely old uh, white mama. And uh, why
1: moms in Texas love tamales, they
0: were dry and not that great. And Aww. I love you, mama, she's great, a lot of stuff. She's got to try the banana, leaf but those were tamales. my yeah, these were my first tamales ever. And I didn't try proper tamales until I had a girlfriend who had some friends and they were making tamales, yeah. And we got to sit there with the masa and throw them in the, the spread them on the corn. It was it. They tasted so damn good and moist, Hell and yeah. completely unlike the white
1: tamales if you want to call them that. I'm gonna say to so to, good. to up the whiteness. H E B do not up whiteness. H-E-B also has really really good tamales, and we proved that once uh, yeah, doing yeah, a yeah. blind taste test here. Surprisingly, uh, good. no dessert tamales. I couldn't find either. Dessert tamales are really good. Is that a real thing? And, and or banana is it, leaf ones. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a thing yeah. that like the actual culture does,
0: or is it something that you know maybe other cultures have added? to it. Totally added to it. Oh, uh, yes, like
1: the Choco uh, Taco.
2: (laughs) Eater Austin has a good chunk
1: of those, and if you know where to get some good banana leaf tamales, hit me up at the CJ Morgan.
2: Hey, it's the most wonderful time of the year. uh, They tell us, and I think those are the songs we sing or whatever, but uh, hey guys, it's December, and I sat down to start making a list, and um, I
3: don't... Yeah, Did you check it twice? I have a... Who's naughty? Who's nice out of all of Because of everybody who's married
2: (laughs) in, and kids, and Nieces, and I, it's a lot of gifts. I don't. Do your families do even exchanges? Do you do exchanges all anymore? Are you able to say to people, hey, I don't want to get you anything? My wife and I do agreed. We're not getting each other anything. We're just going to mm, set so a budget says, for the bedroom, and then that sounds Whoa. dirty. Is the budget yeah. 69 yeah. really it Once it's said it out loud, <laughs> no, we need, uh, we need uh, new, like, uh, New like, bed, a new like a new
3: bed, right? <laughs> yeah, a new bed we frame. The old bed.
2: Because yeah. yeah. oh I've gotten too broke. No, I just, oh. I, so I'm just wondering like, do you, I was thinking about it on the drive over here, do you guys, are you getting stuff for, how do you, uh, hey, we always say, all of us, I think every year, hey, I'm going to be, let's be less commercial. Let's make it more about time together. Yeah. But it seems like even when we say that and mean that, even those of us, I mean, I have friends who are worried about what to get. Like my, my Jewish friends called and were like, "Well, we need to make sure to get something for your kids." And I was like, oh, "You don't have to do that, yeah, at all. Days yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't. That's that's not on you. No, yeah, it's
1: frustrating because I have a very small family, and uh, you know, it's my mom, dad, uh, sister, brother-in-law, and then when my nephew was born, the focus kind of came on him and my parents. They're retired now. They've always been very broke, so." It it was usually kind of small and concentrated on my nephew, right? And it, and it still is. But yeah. It should be. But with my fiance now, there an entire new realm has been opened up because her mom and dad, where we spend Christmas, love doing big Christmases. There's always massive amount of presents, and we get stuff from her uncles, her aunts, grandparents. Um, she's got a. Okay. Brother, a sister in law, like it's a massive ordeal. And on top of that, like she buys, so she opens the thing up so wide that I'm like, oh God, now I'm involved in that. And it, it's stressful because also I try to include it to co workers and I try to include it to close friends. And then at the end of the day, it's like, damn it, there's, people that I have to get something for and no one wants my crappy art anymore. I can't just give away paintings on my wall. Uh, So yeah, where do you cut it off? What's the dollar amount and and when does it just like time is okay?
3: It's also interesting for me because my parents they are anti-gift givers. So I grew up in an anti-gift giving family. That wasn't what we do. Uh-huh. I, when I was a kid, I got gifts, But now that I am an adult, my mom will literally text me and be like, "What do you want for Christmas?" And there's no surprise. And I'm like, "Oh, I don't really want anything." She's like, "Well, yeah. we'll get you one thing. What's your one thing you want for Christmas?" And, a Porsche. Every- and you say <laughs> all,
1: and you say, "All I want for Christmas is you.
3: All I want for Christmas is a million dollars, Mom. And Mariah Carey, to shut up because I hate that song. Um, but I try. any time that I try to get my parents a gift, no matter what it is, they're always just so... They, Under, they do uh, the, yeah, they do the fake excited thing. where They they're like they oh, lick, they lick a gift great. horse in the mouth,
1: mm. and you're not supposed to do that. What does that mean? It's a, it's a, a saying. You don't lick a, get, a gift horse in the mouth. It means if you get a gift, no, you, you accept you it and be happy.
2: You don't happy. Happy. lick a goof horse
1: in the oh, mouth. Oh, I guess it's more about spreading, ah. not spreading disease. Oh, yeah. You don't yes. look... A gift horse in the mouth. I learned that on so, watching notes. Something about their teeth. Yeah, <laughs> eyes and teeth. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Point being, your parents—they uh, have a rodeo. Where were we going with this?
3: <laughs> the point being, my parents do <laughs> do not do gifts, which means that I am not a gift giver. By the way, and you just said "do," which
2: means you gave a gift to all the listeners. <laughs> that yeah. I said "do," do.
1: Uh, I guess this is my. This is our group therapy, and it's probably something a lot of you are dealing with. Uh, Matt brought this up. At the end of the year, how do you how do you settle this gift giving thing? Because the net has just widened, and there are more people. As you get older in your life, like you think it shrinks down, there are less people. But what I've learned is, as a child to then a teenager to then an adult, you get less gifts, and you have yeah. to start buying gifts
2: for more people. Yeah, yes. but my stepfamily, and I say my step-family, my father is remarried. I have uh, two brothers. There's. Uh, There's in laws, there's lots of nieces, nephews, stuff like that. I have another
1: nephew from the marriage of my brother in law's fur. Like I gotta get him crap
2: too, and he's twenty now. Well, we give gifts to the kids But years ago, a couple years ago, we decided, hey, let's stop with all these couples buying gifts and trying to figure that out. And what's actually become really fun is we do one of those. Some people call it a Yankee swap. Some people call it a white elephant Christmas. You know, Uh we set-
3: Spencer and I are anti-white elephants. Are
2: you? It's been actual a blast. We drink wine and we purposely, you bring a really good gift that's around 50 bucks and then a really crappy gift. And they all get wrapped the same- And then you don't know what you're drawing, and people get stuck with... And it's become really fun, to the point where the kids... Decided they didn't want a bunch of toys. They wanted to be able to participate. They wanted to
3: play. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah,
2: okay, and that was cool. it's really cut down. It's it's a oh you it's get a more bottle
1: fun. of Jameson and Bailey's and Guinness. It's my Irish car bomb kit. Happy <laughs> birthday, kid! Merry Christmas. Love you, baby.
2: Sometimes <laughs> there's a really nice bottle of wine in a box, and sometimes uh, there's the weird kitchen gadget that somebody bought like eight years ago and it's just been passed around That's every crap. single Christmas because yeah. no one opens it. And uh, and no one really enjoys it. Um,
0: uh, my question I like to pose here is: Why do we do this in the first place? I do know gifts? it's a traditional thing, but like to me, growing up, and we did do gift giving and things like that. But as a kid, maybe it's just me as a person not being able to comprehend this. But like. I never understood like the family members that I didn't know that I would have to get a gift for for some reason. Like yeah. I never saw it, them, well, things like that. And it's like I don't like the idea of rampant consumerism without a goal. Look and at the you, goal little political this is kid. Like, there's really no point for me to be spending all this money now. I've been poor for most of my life, so for a lot of Christmases yeah. recently, as an adult, I've been like with my sisters and like I'm not getting y'all anything. To, please don't do it to me. Let's just show up and hang out. And because her mom is going to like give us some stuff anyway, even though she we tell her not to. But to me, it's like I've never really understood it, I guess. And I'd like to come from a, maybe this different angle of like, why are we doing it in the first place if it's not the families uh, that we choose to be just, with?
2: Just dono- donate a goat. Donate a goat? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, are you idea. familiar with Heifer.org? No. No. couple years. Spencer's mom's website? <laughs> a little milky. It's OnlyFans. She's a human being, Drew.
1: Okay. Okay, respect up. women. Just kidding. I'd love you, some, uh, Mama Williams.
2: Uh, there are um, a bunch of like organizations where you basically you're not technically gifting. A you can goat. buy
1: a patch of the sky.
2: No, it's not that at all. But what you can do is make a donation to an organization that helps provide the okay, loans, micro loans for. Like some of these families who, once they get a goat, then they can turn that into uh, cheese and dairy products. And and turn it into a profit. Mm -hmm. And especially in a lot of countries where um, otherwise uh, women still are seen as chattel, basically, it's the one way that they can provide for themselves and and their kids. So, I'm just bringing it up because Mm -hmm. a lot of times what I do when I don't want to get anything is I just uh, make a big donation to some kind of charity... And then I let people know, hey, I donated to this charity. People
3: hate that, Matt. Yeah, thanks. I really want that. Yeah, appreciate no, it. I got
2: a goat.
3: I I love where you're coming from. Yeah, I, nobody well, it's likes that. Still a good thing. When you it's no, a yeah, great yeah. thing to do. Here's what's weird. Everybody
2: in my family loved it. Whatever, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah. You're 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 know, a you a cockroach for Valentine's Day, and you didn't care. Loved it. I still. My it's, kids still talk about it's it. It's named I went to, Matt Bearden. <laughs> we're gonna go to Houston and visit it and visit Matt Bearden. Yeah, I have everything I could ever want in the world. So I don't need to need anything. No, oh, I, I think that's I great. Just, I have. Hap- I, I'm sad that you guys don't have the kind of happiness where you wouldn't enjoy. I do. I told another family being taken care of. But I told, I'll make sure to get you Lego. Uh,
1: no, 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 no. I told family no Lego. I have everything I want and need. Yeah, um, you literally went broke doing it, getting all the yeah, stuff you and, wanted. And recently. I, I had to exchange a lot of crap because I already had what I wanted. Yeah. So I, I don't. My problem is, is uh, because I bought dinner at Cheddar's for the entire family in Amarillo. They all now think I'm rich. So it's like, well, you got to get a, you got to get your nephews, Uncle Jesse, something too. It's like, well, what about then? Then I'm my sister gets on my ass about, well, have you got blah 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 something? Even though we said we're not oh, getting each gosh. other things. Well, I got mom and dad. Th- th- this is the other thing they Do well. I got mom and dad the ring set up, but we couldn't get the outdoor light and camera, so maybe you can do that this year. And I'm like, Oh, cool, you got the $25 thing. I'm let's no more gifts. Now, yeah, I, no, I'm more telling gifts. You, no more
2: Christmas. You guys should yeah, listen to the second half of my plan. You're you you getting tell a goat. your family that you're getting them a goat. You take the $200, you buy cocaine and strippers, and then you have a merry, merry Christmas, white Christmas,
3: yeah. Have you ever wanted to live your Harry Potter Yule Ball dreams? Well, lucky for you, you could drive about three and a half hours from here and uh, probably go see it.
1: And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that I'm a nerd. Nerd! Hell yeah, nerd reporting as we Harry Potter things up. Uh, Emily, you are an admitted, unbiased lover Of Harry Potter. I would like to call
3: it a Potterhead. Thank you very much. You're a pothead. I am a pothead, minus J.K. Rowling. Uh, I love Harry Potter. I grew up reading Harry Potter. That was the first series that I really got into as a kid. And I watched all the movies. I went to all the midnight premieres that I could. I dressed up. I used to make fan edits like... Bro, when I say I like Harry Potter, it's embarrassing.
0: Well, did you make music videos about Harry Potter?
3: I did. Yeah. Wait. To put whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were yeah, the yeah, the yeah. ones
0: or no? I guess no, no, no. Harry it was Potter. like
3: you would take clips from the movies and then you would put them all together. I actually <laughs> did uh, one. It's not up, up anymore, but I used to do. I did one to the song. Yes. Um, I think it's called Adventure. It's by Angels and Airwaves. It's the Blink one. It's the Tom DeLonge. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did an Angels it for and Airwaves a bit. song with like a Hermione Granger and Ron Weasley fan edit man, and I put it like on some of the YouTube.
0: early days of YouTube. Oh, uh, it's amazing. Before those, copyright. Do you yeah. still like this
3: stuff? Can, we, can we find this? I don't. I Unfortunately, a, I really yeah. don't. I know. There was like
0: a movement too where a lot of people would do their favorite animes and mm-hmm. do like Linkin Park AMBs? music video. With They're them. called AMVs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh,
3: I know, Spenny. Oh, man. But anyways, yes. Yeah, I so fun. I love Harry Potter <laughs> and if you don't know anything about Harry Potter, in the fourth book slash which is my favorite book slash movie, they all go to what is called a Yule Ball. And it's basically the equivalent of a Harry Potter prom. But it's beautiful. It's during Christmas time. All of the different houses and all of the different um, other schools would come together. Magical schools would come together together. And go to this ball, but it's it's supposed to be beautiful. It's like in a castle. You've got crystals hanging everywhere. You've got owls. There's like the the goblet of fire with the flame, mm. and that's been any but everybody who has read Harry Potter has seen Harry Potter has dreamt of going to the Yule Ball. But they now are you gonna
1: wear? Uh, um, are you gonna wear the uh, Ron Weasley um, tuxedo? Oh God, because that would be <laughs> that would stand be so out. funny.
3: I've not seen anybody do that yet. Um, But they're now actually touring. It's a a Harry Potter official Wizarding World Harry Potter Yule Ball celebration. Um, Unfortunately, so far in the United States, well, fortunate for us, unfortunate for a lot of other people, the only place in the United States that they are doing it is in Houston. Right now, actually.
0: Really? Yeah. In Houston? No, mm-hmm. there's no other major cities?
3: No other major wow. cities Damn, in the US. H-Town so far. running crazy. the game now. Uh-huh. Um, I believe they also did it in Plus other a- countries, but this is the first location that they huh. have had in the United States. Um, it's kind of expensive. Oh, yeah. I was consider I really really want to go because I've I've heard good things about it. You basically go and you get dressed up and you get dressed up in your best Harry Potter fancy attire. So it's 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 like a formal wear but like you can wear a fun hat or like like a scarf. Yeah, like you make it you make it fantasy just just a tad. There's some
0: goggles, I don't know what else they wear. Uh, goggles and <laughs> scarves, that's it. <laughs> well, I was thinking steam but they are not steampunk.
3: And, <laughs> Sorry. Except
0: for that one guy with the cool eye, but he was, he was, was Mad Eye Mad Eye Movie. Mad movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't <laughs> even him the whole time. Yeah, it, it wasn't. He was Snake Tongue Spoiler guy.
3: Spoiler alert. Uh, but you go, you show up, you, there's a bunch of dances. They have. Actors that come out and pretend like you're in Hogwarts, and you're—they're gonna do a bunch of dances for you. Uh, there's like a fashion parade. Whoa! There's um, there there's hors d'oeuvres and shopping and photo ops. Yeah, they're gonna
1: have magic out there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. is yeah. work? Is Warwick, uh, Warwick Davis <laughs> is he leading uh, the choir and the band? Is
3: he? He could be. I okay. don't know. I cool. haven't been yet. Oh,
1: that's right. Let's raise money for
3: you to go. I would love to go. And and you got if you want to go. and I get to pick your outfit though. Mm. sounds weird I already know what I would want to dress up as
1: <laughs> uh, Hermione
3: no I wouldn't dress, kidding, up would dress up as a character it's like me Emily. it's oh, Emily going, yeah. as Emily going Emily to the Edge. Yule ball. yes yes. <laughs> yes. 101X um, a, let me just tell you these ticket prices though and you can let me know if I'm insane Oof. for doing this a standard ticket is $60 and it lasts like Maybe two hours, if that's that. it, yeah. I thought
0: it was gonna be way more expensive than that. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad oh, at really all. Holy crap! For man, something big, I thought it was that... gonna at least be like a few hundred bucks. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. They're doing it, and you're it... not getting
1: it on Ticketmaster, so you're already no. saving yeah. it there.
3: It looks like they have uh tickets all the way up until January 20th. Um, which I really, really want to go to that one on January 20th because that's my best friend's birthday and I really want her to like... Oh, that'd be cool. Go! I want to go with her. Uh, will you be the bathtub ghost girl? Oh, the <laughs> bathtub... Oh, um, Moaning Myrtle? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you oh, got the her glasses.
0: Name? I do. Who uh, was the guy in the very first book. I forget it's Quirrell. Was that his name? Quirrell? Yeah, yeah. Yes. But the oh, professor Quirrell. I really liked, and then it turned out he was... Man,
1: I, I, I thought, thought that, that was obvious alert. that he was the bad guy the spoiler whole time. Alert. The whole time I was like, I oh, this I had... didn't say what happened to him. Okay, well. Yeah, just that I thought he was did. a goofy he, dude. Harry Potter touched him and he melted because the love of Harry's mom saving him meant that Quirrell couldn't be touched by... I don't know, man. That this, was they, actually very They corrupt. just kind of cram craft together in these... Movies, but hey, hey, if you are obsessed
3: like me, then go to the Yule Ball and get yourself a date. Go dance and, and then I'll have pull a my maneuver fried. and
1: I'll meet a girl and I'll be like, Oh, I've actually never seen all the Harry Potters and she'll be like, Oh, really? She'll be like,
3: You're stupid. You, you should... paid fifty nine dollars. <laughs> and I'll, I'll say, here? Yeah, I'm a
1: fan, but I just never finished them. I didn't have time because my paralyzed dog. You know, I had oh to take God. care of Miles. And she'll go, Oh no. She's like, That's more time to sit like, at home with your dog to watch the movies. <laughs> and I'll say, Miles hated movies because his ears hurt. And she'll, <laughs> and she'll go, Oh well, you know, come come over. My friends and I are gonna all watch it together. Bring your dog too. And they're all and I'll be my dog died and they'll be like, oh my God oh we're my gonna God kiss not you. your
3: dog <sniffs>
1: <sniffs> ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on wait
3: 101X. it's beginning to look a lot like I'm actually gonna decorate this year and not be a Grinch because I am determined I will like Christmas.
1: And let's specify, you hated Christmas. I hate Christmas.
3: Not because I of anything I dark do. and deep from your past, but you worked at Michael's. I also, yes. I worked Didn't at the, the, main thing? the seasonal craft store for Uh-oh. three years of my life. And once you work three years in seasonal retail and you smell so many st- cinnamon sticks, you get so many sparkly pine cones on your hands. You get so Sweet. many people coming in being like, um, I don't understand why you already have Christmas out. And I'm like, um, it's because Karen over there requested Christmas to be out three. Three weeks ago, okay? You guys want this, not me. Anyways. Sorry, uh, are Benny. you in this ahead. jaded
0: about Halloween too? <laughs> I love
3: Halloween. Hmm. Yeah. Halloween. Well, yeah. She didn't
1: work at Spirit of Halloween. She worked at uh, no. well, Michael's. Well, but Michael's, but Michaels had
3: Halloween yeah. stuff too. But the people that came to shop for Halloween decor at Michael's were cool as heck. Okay. okay? They were like the cute Anti- little artsy. Hobby go- lobby. Yeah, they were the cute little artsy <laughs> goth girls, right? Nice, that would cool. show up and yeah. be like, oh, do you have a colored skull with roses? And Bunch I'm like, of yes, of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. That's cool. Also, I guess there's not a lot of Halloween music that can really upset you. Oh, that's the being, other thing. Being played endlessly every day. Yes. The monster match. And <laughs> what yeah, was, what enough, was
3: terrible yeah. about working at, at my craft store is they would play Christmas music, but then they would play... I know all Christmas music is covers, but they would play the covers of the covers. Oh, yeah. So it would be oh. like... Baby, it's cold outside. But then it would be like some weird country singer. It's Like the
0: guitar hero versions. of yeah, songs. Yeah, so, it was strange. So you could put
3: them in a game. Um, That's not. And Aussie they Osborne. played a lot of Frozen because the years that I worked in Michaels Ooh. were like the the prime years of Frozen. So the Forget amount of times. about it. For you. What was Frozen? Uh, no. no. Let it go. Let it go. Yes. Let it go. Yes yes, yes. yes.
0: Did they have the little snowman guy there while you were Olaf? Yeah. I don't know. I just thought about it. Like at the store. Yeah, like working
3: with us. Yeah, no. (laughs) I mean, like a
0: little sculpture or like a. Oh, I mean, we probably did. We probably
3: (laughs) had some sort of arts and crafts. But anyways, I hate Christmas. I've always been like that. Um, And you're
1: gonna decorate this year. Yeah,
3: I've lived on my own since 2017, and I. You're gonna let your
1: hate for Christmas. You're gonna let it go.
3: I'm gonna let it go just this year, and so I decided to buy. What? (laughs) Sorry. You're triggering me. I'm falling back into the Grinch closet. Um, I bought a Christmas tree for the first time ever. Cool. I have never had a Christmas tree like. As an adult,
1: no, I don't re- do real, real or, ones? no, 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 okay, good, yeah. good, 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 no, no, no. it's real it's one.
3: on the way. It's a it's a plastic tree. Yeah, I wanted to still be different though because I can't do traditional. The other thing about Christmas, all the Christmas decorations are ugly. I'm sorry, but red and green they look terrible together. Yeah, yeah. that's a uh, stupid popcorn. combination.
1: <laughs> my on My fiance, tree. she luckily I do the outside because mm-hmm. I love hanging lights high up in trees. Which, by the way, I, ju- do. I, just upgraded, <laughs> I just upgraded my yard lights. I got those big-ass Edison bulbs now for my backyard strings. Mm-hmm. So then the trees that I had with the tiny Christmas lights, I took those down and I put my bigger bulbs. Man, my yard is... You're going to get a tan in my backyard.
0: Uh, that's exciting. And I want to awesome. see
1: it. I used to love going around when I was a kid. My, my grandma would take us around the
0: neighborhoods just to Yeah, and you drive around
3: the neighborhood? Lights. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That was the best part. I, I liked that, too. But
1: my, my point is, is my fiance now does the inside, and she always... She goes like she always goes like gold and white that's a, so it that's looks a good like one. very simple and cool yeah. so it's not it, it's easy
0: I'm um, not a big
3: fan of The blue Christmas stuff, either like the blue holiday, you know, like snowflakey kind of. So
0: you're you're not into the Hanukkah side of the holiday. Well, Hanukkah
3: and Christmas are two very different things, and I grew up Catholic, so um, So, no. (laughs) Super super weird side note. I do remember. I recently thought of this uh, when I was in Catholic school. For some reason, one year they had somebody come in and teach us about like dreidels. And cool. Hanukkah, they teach you nice. how to use a dreidel. But I was like, yeah, and we like played games with the dreidel, and that I was seems in like Catholic appropriation, school. Dude, That's I, weird. I really don't know why we did that. But <laughs> so I bought a Christmas tree, and then I did my little thing where I went on Pinterest. I made a Pinterest board for it, and uh, basically, my Pinterest board is all I'm going for <clears throat> mid-century modern. Oh my God! Vintage, colorful Christmas,
1: dude. It's already like the. Se- <laughs> it's already the seventh.
3: Uh, yes. You,
1: you got to do this after Thanksgiving. You're making a. You're again. This is very Emily to make a plan about planning about doing
3: something. <laughs> I am planning about planning about doing something. Well, the okay? thing about it's- Emily's
1: plans is, I think f-
0: for the most part, you're like hundred percent. <laughs> like oh, your yeah. execution record is like I, 100%. I will say 100%. You execute the plan. I do. In my life,
1: for the first time ever, I planned it more because you got to plan where. The plugs go in, and where the plugs, go. and before I would constantly redo, rip things down, redo, redo, because I didn't plan it. This year I planned it, and I would just run a new extension cord. Well, now I'm I'm more efficiently in the last couple of years have done that. So prior proper planning prevents pissing yes. on yourself.
3: And let me show you my 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 mood board. Okay, You're both very in cool. interest. I am getting a white Christmas tree. And I to just tell you want what a mood
1: board is, graphic designers use it with different colors and different kind of things before <laughs> they actually execute yes. their design. I played Correct. a game this past weekend, it was a
0: social card game called Are You Garbage? And one of the questions was, has your family ever owned a white Christmas tree? <laughs>
1: What? Yeah, so I don't, I don't understand. That's it either. Me Garbage. So I got a point because my oh, grandma. You know, oh
0: well, my, my grandma would I, always see, get one. This is Look. what
3: I'm getting. I got an all white Christmas tree, <laughs> and don't. I'm going to put up ornaments like this. So the the like kind of old vintagey ornaments that are you know pastels Balls, and Balls, basically. Instead and, of so like, you and instead teal, of teal, I like so teal. you
1: you've basically instead of tiptoeing into Christmas, yes, I've made you've Christmas jumped, my own. You've leapt up. No, no, no. You've leapt into. Grandma Super Christmas. <laughs> You've gone, you don't understand. You're at the pinnacle with that kind of tree in those days. It looks awesome, but All that right? is... Like see, it's going to be a lot of gold trim. That is Plano Grandma Christmas, Look at is this what one. that is. Look at this one.
3: This one, I. it has little, uh, what are they called, bottle brush trees huh. that are different colors. And I'm going as far as, I purchased a bunch of felt balls, and I'm going to string a bunch of balls one day. And Sweet. you're going <laughs> to string
1: it the next day, and the next, and the next, after your cat rips them down. Yes, oh no. Yes.
3: String all those balls, oh, hear that, that's
0: hear that, boys, right. and I'm going to wrap it around my
3: Christmas tree. That and, cat's going to get
0: all up in that tree, probably.
3: I don't think Lucy has ever seen a Christmas She's tree. Older exactly. too, so maybe She's older, too. Okay, She's 10. Okay. She's just going to be scared of it, anyways. As, <laughs> as long as she doesn't pee on it, I'm good. <laughs> Did you know? Oh.
1: It's time for us to know things. Uh, As you'll recall, last week on Did You Know Famously, uh, Uh, we had some interesting information um, about earwax somehow. And now we're going to do another Did You Know involving my greasy, gross ears. And did you know wax is good for you? You, It actually helps, but if you have too
0: much- You just talked about your ears as greasy and gross, but I'm fairly certain out of everyone in this entire building, you're the one with the cleanest ears. Am I? You clean them in here every
1: day. Well, yeah, because they're- You don't have to clean them every single day. I haven't haven't cleaned since last week, so now let's see. Light, medium, large. How much earwax- Oh, there goes the drip. Uh. Oh, oh, man. Only got the drip in the uh, right ear, but here we go. Uh. Light, medium, large. How much earwax- Am I about to pull out? Y'all ready for this? All right. I got like a medium. Spencer, what do you guess? It's only been, what, three or four days? Y'all ready for this? Let me get the edges. All right. Y'all ready for this? Oh, it's still light,
3: Pretty and light, I didn't yeah. clean it.
1: Yeah, congratulations. Ugh, I, I, I win. Know. What do I win? Oh. You win a Did
2: You Know? Yes. A <laughs> fantastic.
1: Did you know? Uh, Lil Wayne was a straight-A student. Oh, man. Wheezy. Smart guy. And then he got on that lean, that purple drink. Am I right? Hey, man, I think he's think he's working through that by now. Probably, man. That dude, when you it used really to, did kind of mess him up for
0: a few years. Oh, I think. it did. Yeah,
1: I was gonna make a joke like, about. I
0: think some of his live shows were suffering too as a result. But last time I saw him, several years ago at ACL, was killing it. So
1: okay, I think yeah. he's doing okay. Still doing the thing where he'll play guitar for a couple minutes. And I it's don't like, remember oh, man, that, not <laughs> play guitar. I didn't used to be a Little Wayne guy, but glad he's okay. He me I, I always liked Little Wayne, but. Yeah. uh you know they, Look how tiny they he is. clearly that that codeine cough syrup. No matter how sick or sore your throat is, they don't give that out anymore. But I remember no. as a kid. Oh my
0: God, and so even good.
1: in like college, when when they would just throw that out willy nilly. Oh. Uh, I I love that stuff because I, I it was, saved it. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I saved it for so like I when I wasn't swig. sick. Yeah, it tastes you know? good. Cough syrup's ah. great. Uh, all right, back to stuff. Don't do drugs, kids. Uh, did you know? The Caesar salad actually comes from Tijuana, Mexico. Hmm. It was created by an Italian immigrant named Mario Gabagul. Oh, that was going to be more like Cesar instead uh, no, of Caesar it was, Cesar uh, salad. Uh, Cesar or Cesar Cardini, he created it at a restaurant he owned in uh, Tijuana, Mexico. No, That's did, where we got uh, Caesar salads. Yeah,
2: knew, knew all that already. Uh, well, but
1: why didn't you chime in and tell me to shut up and talk more about my earwax?
2: Uh, I think I was kind of done with the earwax part. You did zone out. Do you know that the earwax is actually a really important ingredient in a good Caesar salad? Uh, Very true. Yeah, a lot of people, instead of, they think it's anchovies, but it's actually earwax. Earwax, egg yolk,
1: um, and... Uh, parmesan cheese, which also Comes the body from right makes, there. my belly button makes Parmesan mm-hmm. and and cheese. If you need a little bit of oregano, just right here under the under the between the chin oh, and
0: the yeah, bottom that's of the a good
2: lip. One. I'll take that one. It's a little yeah. bit of oregano, mm. and then oh, if you need some lemon, it. right here behind the ear. Just rub this little spot Ooh, right yeah. here. Oh, that body does, does that's have That's my steam. favorite part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, mine just smells like hydrogen
1: peroxide. Ooh, what happened to me today? Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, mom was being crushed to
3: death. It's time for
1: people, persons, things behaving badly. And that's exactly what happened. A viral TikTok video depicts the nightmarish hellscape of a moment when yet another Christmas fun turned into Christmas. What the? That's right. It's a holiday tradition that we all love to do. Decorate, put up a tree, climb up on the roof and hang a an arsenal of lights. A massive, dangerous amount that can be seen from outer space itself. You think you're Chevy Chase? Well, you should see my lights. Anyhow, a mom in Wales was stringing up lights in her very own living room when disaster struck, and the daughters, ever ready to capture this moment and become viral on the internet, certainly did. Here's what happened on her TikTok. Hey, mom? <laughs> yes, what's- The mom died of her injuries. But the viral video is one of the most popular in the world. I'm just kidding. The mother is okay. She's unharmed And what happened in the video, as you can't see because... This is the radio. Uh, The daughters heard a noise. They get their camera recording. They walk into the living room and see a massive Christmas tree on the ground and hear screaming from underneath it. That's where they discovered their poor, dear old mum had been trapped under the tree while hanging lights. It fell over on top of her. And now we declare we render a verdict as to who today's person behaving badly is. Actually, not the daughters. Should you maybe help a little more? Now, nah, grab your camera, get that video, go viral. That's what life is all about. But what life should not be all about is distinguishing it, ending, killing the life of a pine tree, of a lovely coniferous fern that can survive almost anything. But you, Christmas scavengers, and you know what? I'm not even going to say it's very much about that. About uh, cutting down a tree. Screw that. You know, we got we got enough trees. There are forests everywhere full of. Them. But having a Christmas tree in your house itself has zero benefits. There could be wildlife, bugs, there's dirt. Sure, it makes everything smell nice, but after a while, that pine is going to drive you insane. Not to mention the allergies, but the, the worst thing, Christmas trees require constant watering and supervision. And Christmas trees are nightmare fuel, literally fuel. To burn and catch your house on fire. They're super dangerous. I do not like them because they scare me. You know what scares me? Fire. Why am I scared of fire? Because as you heard earlier, I hang up an ungodly, unholy, dangerous amount of lights, extension cords, plugs, all throughout everything. And I don't want it to burn down. So living live Christmas trees, you are today's person behaving badly. Even though these daughters kind (laughs) of... Kind of, a, kind of a D move, not helping your mom out and posting it online, right? Hey! Mom?
3: <laughs> yes, what's a D? <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God!
2: <laughs> He's like the store brand of funny. C.J. Morgan on 101X. They've invented a way to microchip you that even people on Facebook will love. <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird
1: or Wired. Matt Bearden's back for Weird or Wired TBD. Is it weird? Sounds like it, but people are going to love it.
2: So you've been on Facebook, Twitter. I've been on the Bible, and I know it's the mark of the beast. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid because the deep state is going to microchip you and follow you everywhere. However, we seem to have gotten around that for the time being, because this week... In fact, just a few hours ago, Mr. Elon Musk came out and said, I've invented a microchip, and it's pretty much ready for human consumption. Sure it is. And uh, Yeah, (laughs) so is his
1: tunnel under LA, his Tesla truck, his rockets. Here's what's
2: insane, though. If you go on Twitter right now, all the reply guys who... Weeks ago, we're like, Bill Gates is the devil and trying to chip me are like, you're the man, Elon. And I'm like, oh, my God, how quickly did we just spin on this? He has this thing called Neuralink. You've been hearing about it for some time, right? Sure. Um, They were able to take this chip. They put it in your brain. uh, They take these little tiny, tiny hair-like threads that go into different parts of your brain, and you can then communicate with this chip, and then this chip can then interface with things in the real world. One of the things that they did is they showed a monkey. I don't know what kind of monkey it was, other than a microchip monkey. A macaque. Uh, a macaque. <laughs> those well, are pretty, so funny. Those are pretty smart monkeys, Yeah, they're, they're intelligent. They so. use tools. Yeah. So they, why, is that, season, why did you laugh, They season Matt? their food. Uh, because uh, when you said macaque, it- uh, It what? It sounds like something that your- uh, Coughing up or- Boston wife sits on. Yeah, okay. okay. That's, anyway, that's very immature. I know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> they fine. got one of them to play Pong. So they got this monkey, and he just looks at a screen, and he can play video games with his brain. Huh.
1: Yeah. Every movie has warned us against everything Elon Musk is doing, yet we still love him for some reason.
2: Well, oh. they've been testing the device for a while. They tested it at the implantation in the heads of pigs and primates, and they say, hey, guess what? Um, They said, in about six months, we should be able to have a Neuralink installed in a human. Now, they've already admitted, hey, when we do our testing, it'll probably have to be in Europe because it would take so long to get around the... Basically, the laws and rules in America that it would take forever before us for us to be able to test it here, and we want to test it soon, soon, soon. So we're probably going to go to Europe, and I'm sure it won't be long before they're looking for test subjects. I guess I'm Um, trying to think of the practical applications. I guess instead of saying, uh, "Hey Alexa, do this," you just think it now. Well, that's here's a real practical um, I had that stroke earlier, right? A lot of people who had that same thing, they end up there, uh, losing their abilities for their brain part to communicate mm. with their mouth part to make the If you remember that day, remember I wasn't making any sense on air? and some people that doesn't come back for them Yeah. but the ability to think the words is still there it would help them be able to communicate also some Excellent. people who've lost the ability to use a limb might be able to regain that ability Woo. to use it so those things are really awesome That's for awesome. medical yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah and potentially
0: the linking of a prosthetic here's the, the thing brand. i'm going to want That's you exciting. to ignore
2: out of the 23 macaque test subjects that have been existed so far oh no uh, 15 are dead yeah you see yeah Okay. Nothing to Not see here, ladies and gentlemen. Turn Nothing around. to see here. Turn just, around, look away. No big deal. Couldn't get it installed. I guess <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, so far, none of the monkeys have gone out of control and then run into a gas station and exploded. That's that's <laughs> an altogether another. <laughs> My God. Must get uh, Anyway, I I really think, and I would really love to see this work, especially for people with who with different abilities. I think could help out tremendously. I would love for there to be some solution. And maybe this is finally uh, the step that we need to to get that done. So I'm going to give it with an asterisk. I'll give it a wired. We found out, finally, scientists believe they're onto it. They know why you get sick in cold weather.
1: Spencer, you have been um, a stalwart of health. Thank you. Over the last uh, couple of years working together. had a minor concussion at one point. That was about it. But you still came to work. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) You were fine.
1: I've had COVID. I've had spine injuries. Matt had a stroke. He has gout. Emily goes and camps with people and comes back sick. Who knows what she's doing? Jason Dick... Might have already been replaced, um, like Paul McCartney was in the 70s. Oh, you think there's another dick look-alike that's just filling in on the morning show? Yeah, there's a dick-alike in Uh. the studio uh, because he's been gone too much, and those ones, they cloned poorly, so they get off, too. That's why he's looking a little weird. Uh, But you finally got sick, and it was when the weather turned cold. That might be... Why? Uh, Uh, Here's the deal. You've heard the saying as a kid, don't go outside. You'll get a cold. You'll catch a cold. It's got nothing to do with it. Don't leave the window open. Mm. Let the draft in. Uh, It kind of does. Now, it doesn't have to do with the cold weather itself. Um, Sure, pneumonia, water in your lungs, all this crap can happen. But actual, it's not the cold necessarily that causes it. But the cold can make it more, it makes you more susceptible to being sick because what they've studied... It's found that uh, when it is cold outside, when the air is frosty, and you know, you think about that. If in the Antarctic, there's not a lot of viruses, diseases, cold kills that stuff. You think of a warm, tropical, humid jungle. It's swimming mm. with crap that'll oh, kill yeah. you. Yum. But mm. the cold so air, much bacteria. Yeah, it, it kills your good bacteria. It kills the things inside your nose that actually help to uh, fight viruses and bacteria. So when that stuff gets inside your nose, okay. um, not to mention it's already runny, it's already trying to uh, fight off infections and diseases. It gets in there, and there's not as much of your natural immunity and things inside your snout to fight it. It's huh. been already killed by the cold, so that's apparently from what they're researching uh, why uh, a lot of our immune uh, why oh, we get man. sicker in the winter. This is a good fun fact for did you know? I'm surprised you saved it. Did you know? There you go. That uh, means it's true, CJ. How, Damn. How they uh, discovered it or started working on it is researchers exposed 40 people. I'm sorry, they just. Uh, 40 degree air for 15 minutes and found that uh, the dropping temperature inside people's nose uh, just by an offset of nine degrees killed almost half of the virus fighting immune cells. Wow. So when you get cold air, immunity drops, viruses have an easier time replicating, and uh, you're more likely to get sick. Man, how do we get our bacteria to buffen up or, you know, to, 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 to toughen up, if you will? Well, uh, drink milk. It's it's not even freezing yet. You know, it's forty degrees. <laughs> yeah, just milk. By the way, that's for your bones and your body good. Yeah, uh, I also, know. I mean, I would assume that just in the holidays, especially in the United States, there's a lot more travel. You're around family, or you're, you're shopping. You're around a lot more people. So that right. in addition helps it you're spread. No
0: longer just associated with your work, family. You're out and about. Ew. Gross.
2: It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Utah, Austin, 101XX.